Hello, everybody. This is Paul Daniels, chairman of Involved Investors, my podcast number 12, and more importantly, four in the series, Hints and Tips on Starting Your Business. I did it my way over 60 years, and my way may well not be your way. Indeed, as an investor, I look for a much more studied and analytical, methodical approach than I employed myself. What a hypocrite. But at least I'm self-confessed. To understand where I'm coming from, it will help, if you've got the time, if you can listen to podcast number four, Helicopters, Boiled Sweets and Little Piggies. It could save you time. You may decide that my unconventional fast route is not for you or doesn't suit your business, in which case you should ignore the advice in this podcast. To excite you before dealing with drier subjects, business plans, resources, etc., here are two innovative SMEs which excited me this week. IOS Bio is a Sussex-based private business and it's developing a pill based vaccine, a pill-based vaccine, which could transform the fight against COVID. And it's doing that in Burgess Hill, right here, right now. PaveGen Systems of Cambridge have invented a patented floor tile, which turns footsteps into energy. They're growing very fast and are already active in 36 countries. How encouraging, how exciting. They're two old conventional style businesses which produce things rather than services. Services largely disrupt, disintermediate, tear out inefficiencies, but these are new physical products doing real good. But don't worry, as far as tech goes, UK PLC is flying high. Tech investment in 2020 was $50 billion, was double that of Germany, and more than double that of France. The growth of the UK tech sector, according to Tech Invest, a publication, outstrips the USA and China. Incredible. At the startup stage, we found that there's a vicious, or I call it an unvirtuous circle. Many startup founders have brilliant potential world-beating ideas. They need external funds to develop them. There are stacks of investment money looking for a home. But investors in the COVID era are understandably very risk averse. And they're not prepared to part with their money until they can see traction with customers, leading to revenues and proof of concept. So Involved Investors has started a sister company called Involved Innovations, which introduces new tech to inquiries from larger corporate organisations. It's amazing how everybody's engaging. Not everybody, but some very large corporate organisations so far. And of course, every challenge is an opportunity in disguise. And early results are very encouraging. So where are we on our journey? We have our big idea and we have our partners. Now for the drier stuff the business plan and resources. Thankfully, it's not my role to educate on how to write a business plan. I couldn't, I don't think. I can tell you it will need to include an exec summary, 
your vision and idea, your route to market, the sales strategy, your management team and personnel, your operations and your financial forecasts. And believe me, investors will want to see it and test you on it and believe it. So let's just, first of all, have a bit of fun because it's great fun to decide on a company name and brand. It's really the first test of the founder's relationship. We created dozens of brands over my lifetime, some of them descriptive, some memorable, some eponymous, definitely not a science, and for goodness sake, don't pay for it, because really you will be wasting your money. The people you pay will be no better than you, probably not as good. I'm going to funk it and refer you to a TED Talk by Jonathan Bell. It's called How to Create a Brand Name. And that will really get you thinking. But in the end, you've got to decide for yourselves. If you've now listened to Helicopters, Boiled Sweets and Little Piggies, you'll know exactly what I'm going to say about the next subject. Resources. Don't spend anything until you need to. This is not to be skinflint, but it's to make sure that you don't waste your money on anything until you know exactly what you need. First thing you need to do is to test your big idea. You need no real additional resource for that, except you and your partner or partners, possibly some samples if it's a hard product, possibly some presentational aids to Describe it if it's a tech product. Please not PowerPoints, please. You go and see all parties in your chain to market. If it's a toy, for example, you see the child, the parent, the school possibly, the retailer, the e-retailer, in some cases a wholesaler, in some cases a manufacturer or an importer. And then the logistics people who will actually deliver it to customer. Get all of their angles, but start with the end user. And remember, a toy really is often bought by the parent for the child, but the parent will be influenced largely by the child's tastes, and that may be influenced by advertising. Keep it high level. If we can do this for you, would it be of interest? Or can you think of a way we could make it even more attractive? Coming to pricing, don't do any pricing or initial financial forecasting until you know the incremental value of your product. And also, of course, the cost to make it or purchase it and deliver it. When you do price, always remember that your first price will set the value expectation. So set it high because it'll only go in one direction afterwards unless in very specific tech products where you put it onto the market cheaply and then start paying for it. And never price to cost. That's a commodity. Price to value to the customer. I'll give you a very quick example of that. We wanted to put a closed vegetable and fruit enclosure in our garden. And I saw a beautiful product which was wonderfully illustrated in a brochure, 
My wife loved it. So we bought it and it cost us a good four-figure sum. And it arrived in two big cardboard boxes, one containing a lot of plastic mesh and another one containing a lot of plastic poles. And with the help of our gardener, me, etc. No, I didn't help much, I must admit. <laughs> it was put up and it was terrific. We were very pleased with it. Until a friend came around and said, what do you pay for this? And I told him, he said, you're crazy. He said, you can buy all these things in MFI for about 50 quid, Paul. Now, they are pricing to market. They're pricing this pretty picture of wonderful vegetables growing in a lovely setting. They're not pricing to the cost of a box of plastic or two. There's a good example. I tried to buy the company, but they're having none of it. You should have decided by now how the founders of the business, you and your partners, are going to split your exec responsibilities. And then go about outsourcing all the tech to start with. Outsource it to SAAS, Software as a Service, or to third-party developers. And remember to divide and rule. Only you have the codes. Outsource legal and accounting and governance. In fact, you can do a lot of these things yourself. If you look at some very excellent government UK, gov.uk sites. But if not, outsource it to specialists. In marketing, start again by doing it yourselves. You can do a lot through Google. They will educate you in their own interests, I can assure you. But their AdWords and other services are invaluable to early stage businesses. And also, I do recommend that once you start getting customers, you have a very strong incentive scheme for customers to introduce other customers. This is by far the cheapest and the most influential method of getting your name about and getting new customers. Selling, start by doing it yourself. You may not be the best salesman in the world or saleswoman in the world, but you will learn about the market dynamics, the competition, and get the feedback and the brickbats direct. And then, once you've done that and you've learned it, this is the time to get your wallet out. Invest in the very best sales ambassadors. They will be absolutely essential to start getting you traction, proof of concept, revenues. And as you need to, appoint bookkeepers and procurement managers, buyers, marketing agency when you're ready to do so. I realise that I've purposely concentrated on tactics and principles and not given you any hints at how to cover specific services you require. I'm not an expert in any of them, so I would be wrong to try to pretend to be. But Involved Investors has an associated network of specialists in law, accounts, governance, marketing, workspace, don't get any workspace until you need to. Recruitment, coaching, tech, debt provision, crowdfunding, if that's the best route to go on. So that can be used and consulted only as and when needed for early stage guidance. Concentrate on building your internal cash flow. We started seven companies in 10 years with no outside funding. I don't say that to boast. 
we did it with a combination of great products, high margins, proof of concept, traction, profit, showing a path for growth, and exiting at really good values. It was not very difficult, and you could say that, well, it was difficult, it was very hard work, but you could say that that was part of the era. I'm talking now about 30 years ago. Well, you could say that it can still be done, and I'm sure it can. Most businesses today do need external investment in the form of outside shareholders and debt providers. So next week, we'll talk about what I've learned about successful pitching on the other side of a table as an investor and how to pitch your business compellingly. I can hear the rocket motor idling. Soon we really will be on our way skywards. Only wish I could come with you and do it all again. Hey ho, au revoir mes amis. Until next time. Thank you.